Excellent. Okay. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Eli James here, along with Pastor Martins of South Africa. Welcome to Eurofolk Radio, Voice of Christian Israel. I don't know whether to laugh or cry over the news that has been coming our way these last few days with uh, Trump and Pelosi uh, squabbling over the wall. We know that the real issue there is the Democrats require illegal aliens to come to America so that they can vote Democratic, right? That's, that's, that's the long and the short of it. And I don't know, has anything similar gone on in South Africa? Well, actually, um, I have actually mentioned myself. The, uh, the Zionists of Britain exported Brits into South Africa to vote as a block against the Boer people. How about that? You know, this is not new. This is absolutely not new, is it, Pastor Martins? Pastor, good afternoon, and also good afternoon to everybody across the globe. I know it's um, it's morning on your side, um, late afternoon, just about evening on our side. Okay. And uh, uh, I know my daughter who is living in uh, New Zealand. I think they are already halfway through their night's sleep. Right. But nonetheless, thank you very much for uh, an opportunity to once again uh, share with you this program, Pastor. Yes, indeed, so many things have happened in this past week. And uh, uh, just prior to the beginning of the show, we did discuss some of uh, the issues. Uh, also, during the past week, some of the highlights of events that have occurred, I uh, actually posted for you, uh, for your uh, uh, overview on, on Skype. Mm-hmm. And indeed, there are so many things happening. And uh, what what I posted to you, Pastor, is only a mere fraction of uh, the actual things that are taking place, the things that uh, are really perturbing um, and, and uh, uh, that indicate to us that the Edomites are in control, very well in control, and they think so. Right. Uh, but they don't have the final say. The final say lies right. with Father Yahweh. Amen. In his, his great hands and his great provision for right, his people. Right. Uh, well, if he can lead them out of Egypt, he can lead right. us through That's right. <laughs> to the other side of the, uh, what is it, the, uh, the Jordan River, so to speak, right? And into the kingdom. Yeah. All right. Well, we, we're seeing, I mean, there's, there's many, many encouraging signs. The uh, Yellow Vest movement in France, which is uh, spreading even as far as New Zealand, which you just... No, I'm sorry, Canada. But, uh, yeah, it may be happening in New Zealand and South Africa and Australia in short order because white people are finally beginning to figure out that the globalist elite are using third world invaders to attack us and kill us. And uh, and then uh, now they're also realizing that the global elite are taxing white people for the privilege of being attacked and raped and murdered. 
correct. Yeah, so there is a great awakening happening. All right, that that's the good side. Yes. In the meantime, our people are still being attacked, raped, and murdered, right? And that's that's increasing. So absolutely. Uh, in, yeah, go ahead. In 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 fact, Pastor, I um, I think I have already mentioned to you on a number of occasions about Obadiah, the book of Obadiah, that very clearly depicts these some of the events that have taken place in South Africa over the past about 160 years. Uh, with the conspiracy against the Boer folk, the, the Boer republics, mm -hmm. and right. uh, whereby these Cape Dutch Edomites, um, Afrikaners yeah. today, they are known as Afrikaners, the descendants of the Cape Dutch Edomites, right. uh, have, have changed their name uh, for, for the same reason, reason as the uh, Kazarian Jews have changed the uh, Judahites name to Jews so right. that they can hide themselves under the this title or this name, yeah, and pretend and impersonate Judah, <laughs> right? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. Have you have you heard at all about the big flap here in America about the um, Gillette ad uh, encouraging men to be more compassionate, more uh, I, I guess more feminine. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. yeah. But there is such a thing as toxic femininity as well. I mean, women can be right. incredibly cruel to their uh, husbands and mates and to their even yeah. to their old child, own children i mean this is not right. uncommon okay so uh, the, but the media now here's the here's the strange thing uh pastor martins and maybe you can explain this to our listening audience why is it that gillette which is a gigantic uh, uh well it's owned by a jew by the name of robert Kraft, who also owns the new england patriots that uh, that these capitalists, these Jewish capitalists, can be so supportive of feminism, which is obviously a a communist a communist front. Now, why would Jew capitalist Jews support communism and feminism and homosexuality, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? Back to you, Pastor. One of the things that um, uh, and and uh, it's not always that visible but one of the the things that they achieve by that is to first of all cause breakups of stable and healthy um, marital relationships that's now, right that is one of the things that they attempt to do the second thing is um, to uh, in in the olden days I, I would say less than a hundred years ago South African families Boer families um, were still numbering um, 10 or 12 children per family. Okay. Now, with this femininity that is being propagated and uh, actually flooded into the mindset of males to become more yeah. feminine, right. uh, of course, there is there is this uh, change in um, culture orientation culture. as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, yeah. I, I, I personally know of uh, men South African men whom had been married, they had three, four children, and then they leave their spouse to take up a partnership and even get married to another male. <laughs> oh, wow. This is it, absolutely... It, yeah, it's, it's, it's an abomination. An absolute, no, so an not only are they yeah, not only are they engaging in forbidden activity as far as our people are concerned, the Bible explicitly condemns 
homosexuality, both in the Old and New Testament, but they're abandoning their wives and children. Yes, they, they are, Pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in fact, uh, the Dutch Deformed Church, <laughs> right? Um, they have now opted also to accept gay marriages and perform gay marriages and mm-hmm. also gay ministers. Right. In the church. Yeah, now, pedophiles, is, just like the Catholic Church. Pedophiles. Just like the Catholic Church. And, mm-hmm. and also exactly the same way as the Swedish Lutheran Church. Because the Swedish, the head of the Swedish Lutheran Church or one of the prominent leaders of the Swedish Lutheran Church is also a gay woman and she speaks out openly about uh, and, and propagating lesbianism and gay um, activities. Now, um, people have have, uh, called me and asked me, Dave, um, how do you declare this? How how can you explain these things happening? And I say, it's very simple. That is why the church was uh, inaugurated. That's why the church was instituted by these Kazarian Jews. And then they say to me, "But, but that is the Roman Catholic Church. That is not the the reformist churches, and I say, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Whom executed, whom orchestrated the Reformation? Was it not Jews? Right. And the people don't know that old uh, Johannes uh, Cohen mm-hmm. was a Jew. He was, right. I mean, Johannes Cal- uh, Calvin. Right. Uh, Calvin. Calvin. Mm-hmm. He was a Jew. So was Zwingli from the Swiss um, reformists. Ah, and most of the, the reformists, the, the, what, what is commonly known as the Euros, in Afrikaans, they talk about the Halde van die the heroes of the Reformation. These so-called heroes were uh, Jews. And, and the more I go into this, Pastor, and I read up quite a bit about this uh, virtually daily, the more that, that I read up about this, the more I am convinced that this whole, con- this whole Reformation, the Church right. Reformation, was also part of a conspiracy to deepen... Uh, the the lies and the sure. deception as is commonly right. displayed, openly displayed by the Roman Catholic and, Church, and the ref yes. is deeper behind scriptures. Right, and so the rift between male actually, and female, this continues yeah. uh, contributes to the rift between male and female, and the ability of the white race to to uh, reproduce. Now, obviously, yeah. this global propaganda is only aimed at white people because Muslims don't pay any attention to it. Africans don't pay any attention. Uh, Mexicans don't pay any attention to it. All right. Latin Americans. The Latin yeah. Americans. I mean, they unperturbed about it. Right. Absolutely unperturbed. And, and uh, the uh, what? You, the machismo, the macho society of Latin America, goes uncriticized by feminists and by the churches, while white men who are uh, basically stable providers for their families are mercilessly crucified in the press and are, are, are scolded by Gillette Corporation to, to be less masculine, right? A, it's, a, it's an it's incredible difficult. double standard. It's, it's difficult to believe that an organization like Gillette's, who actually... Uh, thrive. They have built the the the, the um, massive uh, uh, financial domains and kingdoms out of the masculine image. Mm-hmm. I mean, the males that yeah. that, uh, that, that actually go and um, shave. Yeah. Right. Um, 
Well, well, I can't say that they've made much money out of me because I have I haven't <laughs> shaved for quite a number of years. Yeah, yeah neither have I. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not consumers, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, but but the thing that I'm that I'm thinking is is that not the reason why they abandoning their um, what was traditional, what has traditionally been their their domain or their their, mm -hmm. their source of their um, wealth? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, see, they 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 still maintain a. Uh, a female uh, buyer group, namely because women yes. shave their armpits and their legs and who knows what else, right? So that yeah. uh, what we see is that they're not going to only, they're, I think, strategically probably going to lose 25% of their buyers. Okay? But that's that could be enough to uh, destroy Gillette. It could be a so a boycott has already been organized against Gillette by real men, <laughs> by real men yeah. who will never buy Gillette products again. Okay. Yeah, excellent. So so let it fail, let it fail. Absolutely. Okay, L love to see it go. So uh, we see white men are beginning to fight back, and we, we at Eurofolk Radio and in the Christian Identity Movement have been predicting this sort of thing, and then warning about it. And now people are finally beginning to understand it. Yeah, and Clan Feeder says Jews lamb, <laughs> right? So here we have the Jews who are importing Islam into white countries. Islam is horribly oppressive to women. The feminist movement denies this, refuses to, you know, I mean, I've seen videos of beheadings of women. You know, they have, what, they, what do they call, family justice. They don't have courts of law where you're presumed innocent, a woman who has been accused of whoring around with somebody else gets summarily executed. That's Islam. Yeah. yeah. Well, That's well even, even if, if she is not guilty, I know of cases where um, Muslim men, just because they wanted to take another wife, they uh, accuse their wife of uh, being uh, yeah. unfaithful and Adultery. she gets stoned. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They they, still, they bury their uh, their bodies up to the neck in sand, and then start throwing sand, uh, stones at them. And uh, they will. Uh, I saw a video of uh, a Muslim a man executing a woman with a bullet to the head. Right. This is how. And, you know. I mean, out in the open, there was no trial. She was just accused and, and executed. This is Islam, folks. And this is what the feminists want you to have in our countries. Right? Of course, the feminists being nothing but Judeo-communists. Okay? Yeah. Led, by, uh, led by people. Oh, man. You know, uh, you, name, you name the Jewish woman. <laughs> and you see a feminist leading the, uh, our women by the nose through the gates of hell. Okay? Uh, you know... Even even uh, the uh, the the best of the feminists, those who are palatable, are, are communists. Okay, they're they're just more reticent about communism than uh, you know. Because if you go to a national organization for women uh, meeting, their tables are full of communist literature, Marx, Lenin, etc. You know that's what they're peddling, but they're using feminism. As the cover for their communism. That's all there is to it. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Back to you. Yes. Um, exactly. So, Boston. In fact, uh, 
if one looks at um, the the uh, uh, events taking place in in uh, um, Muslim countries, well, I've visited Muslim countries and I've seen, for example, in in one of the Muslim countries, you drive past motor vehicle like uh, after motor vehicle on the freeway with uh, a Muslim family, the the wife sitting solemnly with her handbag on her, her, her lap and she's like staring ahead of her uh, as if she's dead and then two two cars further on you find two men two two muslim men in very uh, friendly conversation and 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 all you see is his teeth the way they smile yeah the moment right. that there's a woman in the car you find that there is a like a solemnity that that yeah. uh, cuts through metal, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, they, they basically you know treat their women like dirt. That's what they do. Exactly. Total hypocrisy, just as Judaism is total hypocrisy. That's why we refer to the two religions as Jews' land. <laughs> They're so similar. Okay. All right. Now let's get to this article you sent me. Letter from Zimbabwe. By Kathy Buckle, the silencing of our voices. And as our listeners are familiar, we're always exposing the double standard of the kosher press. And, you know, sometimes they have to even make up fake atrocities committed by white people and always covering up the atrocities of blacks, Muslims, and others, right, against us, right, and even against each other, okay, as we have documented in our series for many years now. She, uh, it says, author of such books as African Tears and Beyond Tears, Kathy Buckle last night posted a letter on social media to her friends and family, except she couldn't post it herself because she's in Zimbabwe. So a friend posted it on her behalf. This is her letter. Dear family and friends, this has been one of the worst weeks in Zimbabwe for many years and has left us shocked, frightened, and very uncertain about what is happening and what lies ahead for us in the coming days and weeks. And I'm sure the sentiment of white people is the same in South Africa. It should be the same in Europe, America, Canada, New Zealand, and all white countries. The fear should be begin to well up in their eyes and throats and hearts as they begin to realize that there is a, a worldwide attack, war, on white people. Okay? This is, what do you think? Are people finally beginning to realize that this is a concerted effort against white people? Uh, Pastor, yes, in general, except those people that are still faithful uh, church uh, going right uh, and they, liberals. They still yeah. believe that um, the the Jews are the chosen ones. They are uh, without fault. They are uh, um, what whatever happens is because God is favoring them. And, right. Uh, <laughs> uh, and and it's it's an absolute. Um, well, it amazes me that there are still people who. Uh, think church, that still believe church, that still right. attend churches. Right. Uh, even some of my some of my faithful friends on, on, on Facebook. But they're beginning to awaken pastor, they're beginning to see and in fact in this past three days I think I've had about four uh, people that contacted me and said to me, Dave, thank you very much for opening my eyes. And right. it not been for the, the posts that you, you do on Facebook. Uh, and on uh, uh, mm-hmm. WhatsApp, I don't know if you people have WhatsApp. Uh, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, 
the, the way in which they come back and they thank me for opening their eyes and for having them that's great uh, allowing them onto my my pages and my my uh, groups uh, even though they 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 were still churchified but, right um, pastor not and, christian and churchified as, <laughs> right <laughs> and, yes and this i see as, as an uh, absolute fantastic awakening mm-hmm. while the churches as i've said it before the churches have been praying for a revival for many years right it's never come to the churches it is busy happening amongst the boers the boer mm-hmm. males you cannot believe right. how many boer males have, have and you can see that there is a spiritual deepening amongst them and right. there is a uh, 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 like I, I uh, they, they are busy growing into an, an adulthood, a church, uh, spiritual adulthood, which I haven't ever mm-hmm. seen before. That's great. Which is uh, absolutely fantastic. Yes, yes. Okay. She continues. I am writing this letter from Zimbabwe during a brief window in which a court order has just been granted to reopen access to the internet, but not to social media sites and communication apps. So, uh, this is the the funny thing. In the 1960s and 70s, when the left was so in, in a dis- mood of great dissent, okay, the left was praising the whole idea of dissent. Now that the left controls the media, they shun dissent. They try to censor us. This is another yeah. element of the double standard that uh, these churchians don't see and the liberals themselves don't see. And that, uh, you know, I-, I guess the homosexuals, by the way, uh, what's going on at uh, Blood River? I, I, I understand that they're, they're, uh, they're posting homosexuals as the leaders of the upcoming uh, Blood River event. Oh, and actually, before you answer, I, I want to remind everybody, uh, keep February 27th on your calendar because we're going to be promoting a day of prayer and fasting for the Boer people specifically and white people around the world to finally wake up to the fact that we are under threat of extermination by the global kosher kosherites <laughs> for uh, pharisites jews okay and that uh, unless our people wake up they will succeed in exterminating our people back to you uh, pastor yes um, the thing about kosher is that it's not kosher yeah, right. It's, it's not biblical. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, Pastor. Um, uh, we, we did discuss this briefly prior to the beginning or the onset of the show. And it is, in fact, so. that. Um, but but um, during a conversation with one of my friends, somebody who's in the know, somebody who has uh, been very close to, remember when, when you visited South Africa, I showed you the... Um, Food tracker monument from a distance. Right. Can you recall? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was on a high mountain top. It looked like a mausoleum. Uh, it, it, yes, absolutely. It, it, it is, in fact, a mausoleum. <laughs> uh, right. Um, a Freemason mausoleum. Right. Uh, but um, somebody who was very closely associated with the, the food tracker monument, and this person said to me, Dave, this thing about the uh, so-called um, uh, uh, Heritage Foundation, of course, which is a, 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 a Cape Dutch Afrikaner organization. Yeah, and Freemasonic, yes. 
Mm-hmm. Masonic, yes. This thing about the heritage from, um, uh, uh, foundation uh, appointing guys has been ongoing for the past at least eight years. And I said, what? And I believe that um, the, the current head of this organization... Oh, appointing gays, a, appointing homosexuals to, to the Blood yes, River. Uh, okay. And, okay, and to other monuments. Okay, understood. Okay. Gays and lesbians. Now, at the, I, I believe at the, at the um, Blood River um, terrain, the Blood River... Uh, site. Uh, well, site. Yeah. The site where, where you've been, mm-hmm. um, the, they have now appointed um, a, a gay couple males <laughs> uh, yeah. as, as uh, in some position. I'm not sure whether it is on the on the uh, in in the food store. Now, now, if if I if I had to go and buy my food from a place that had been dealt with by where my food had been dealt with with guys I mm-hmm. would think twice before I actually right. walk into that place right I I am very uh, I think it is a matter of choice mm-hmm. um, everybody has the right to his choice yeah. uh, what I do find is that the moment that you as a normal healthy uh, um, correctly se- uh, correctly sexually orientated right. person moment that you express your preference all of a sudden yeah. you are a, uh, a, a, a you judgmental you are um, right and, and very often this is this is called by females females uh, that are perfectly normal in their orientation they seem to stand up for the gays like you cannot believe yeah it's, I guess they feel sorry for them Right. Oh no, poor gay men. You know, everybody hates them. So let's be nice to them. Right. But, uh, like somebody said to me, um, it it, uh, uh, it might be difficult to understand this, but if you uh, for for a female to go to a normal uh, hairdresser where there's a male or a hairdresser where there's a male. Um, that that actually does the styling and whatever, um, they they feel very uncomfortable. But but to have their hair styled by a gay man, right? Um, they they feeling perfectly safe because these men yeah. are so friendly. They are so yeah. Safe, they're harmless. They so they're harmless, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, and they feel they can talk freely about anything around these exactly. homosexual men. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, back to you. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, they even made a movie about it, Hairdresser, I think it was called. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and so, uh, and I could see a lot of these so-called homosexuals are actually communists who are spying on these women, and they don't realize it. Right? Getting secrets from yeah, them right. you know, to use against them and their families. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, can quite, I can quite believe that because... Uh, the, the, once a person becomes disorientated in terms of his sexual orientation, what other orientation can he have? I mean, right. Can he? Sustain? Yeah, loony. <laughs> uh, right. I, I mean, if if, if I cannot uh, deduce from the fact that I'm equipped with male genitals, mm-hmm. deduce the fact that I am a male if I'm, I'm 
not sure whether I'm a male or whether I'm a female. Right. How can I be trusted with yeah. anything other than that? Yeah, and it's a, anything else. It's amazing to me that the churches and the liberals can't see the contradictions. On the one hand, feminists say there's no difference between male and female. Female. On the other hand, males are toxic. Now, wait a minute. If there's yeah. no difference between males and females, how can you say that only males are toxic? <laughs> All right? You know, you're, you're saying they're equal on the one hand, and you're saying they're not equal on the other. Make up your mind. Yeah. But, but I think it's because of mass brainwashing as well, Pastor. Oh, sure. So many people are so thoroughly brainwashed that they don't even realize that they are brainwashed. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's the whole point of brainwashing. <laughs> Those who are unaware, right, those who are unaware, the liberals and the Judeo churches, the Judeo churchians, okay. So she continues, it has been almost impossible to follow what has been going on for most of this week. On Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, it was mostly too dangerous for people to venture out of their homes. And she's talking about white people, right? You know, but uh, sometimes innocent blacks get caught in the crossfire too. Right, because you're forced. The ANC made its living by forcing people to choose the ANC communist side, or get run over by the, their their meat grinder, thrown into their meat grinder. Okay, uh, the a three day stay away called by the Congress of Trade Unions and other civic groups rapidly spiraled out of control on Monday. Violent protests, burning vehicles and buildings, looting shops, barricaded roads, and vigilante groups running riot in our towns. It sounds like Paris and the rest of Europe. The world is exploding, folks. Back to you. Yes, Pastor. Uh, in South Africa, things are uh, very well, have been ongoing for the past about 12, 14 years. It's just that over the past few months, it has escalated violently. Uh huh. Uh, in fact, what, we, what we found, mm -hmm. what, what we found, what is currently happening is that uh, people are, for example, uh, if, if if you stranded along the road in South Africa at the moment, and, and this is fact, if you stranded along the road, um, the chances of you getting killed uh, while you waiting for help mm -hmm. is great. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Ascension uh, McRae uh, reported on one of our shows uh, a couple of years ago when she was in South Africa by herself that uh, she was afraid to get out of her car. She had to go to the bathroom really badly, but she could not find a place that w where she wasn't surrounded by black men that uh, she, f she feared for her life. I can't remember if she told me whether she wet her pants or not, right? <laughs> but I think she finally found a place that was, you know, halfway safe where she could go to the bathroom. But this is how it is in South Africa. You know, white women are being targeted. And uh, as far as I know, Johannesburg is now the rape capital of the world. And it's primarily, if not only, black men raping white women. What's your comment on that? Uh, Pastor, yes, uh, uh, it, it's an event that takes place daily. Uh, you'll also see that uh, they have no regard for age. They mm. uh, even uh, rape old women, uh, irrespective of age. And also, um, yeah, and babies, babies too. Are yes, raped. yes. Uh, 
And, Understood. Uh, the, the, one of the articles that I sent you, oh, that um, uh, video of the woman, a youngish woman, um, discussing uh, uh, the, the, the killing of uh, parents and the, the, um, the way in which their uh, parents were, uh, a mother's eyes were gouged out with right, a yeah. kitchen fork. Tortured. Um, yes, they were tortured. tortured and and uh, massacred. It's, yes. It's, well, that's the way yeah. they're doing it, Pastor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, of of course, it drives fear into the hearts of the people who are uh, who who might be wanting to resist this whole thing. So of course, they making use of fear. They fear mongers as well. In fact, yes. the Cape Dutch Afrikaners are are, are great at fear mongering, and they. Uh, exploiting this fear um, to lure the Boers into their organizations and their political parties. Mm -hmm. And this is an ongoing battle of mine to, to tell my people that right. um, Obadiah indicates that this um, is, is the wrath of Father Yahweh right. against the Edomites. Uh, I mean, I mean if he says to Jacob that I will protect you, I will uh, I, I, I will um, Shelter right. And and with the fact that the Boers have various covenants with Father Yahweh, where in which he actually uh, totally he, he, he had taken total control. I mean, uh, take for example the Blood River event. There were uh, some sources say there were up to seventeen thousand impies. Uh, that is Zulu um, fighters or Zulu soldiers or Zulu. Um, uh, mm -hmm. uh, fighters, and there were only um, uh, 462 uh, white males in the lager mm -hmm. uh, at Blood River. Right. And yet, more than 3,000 Zulus perished, and the remainder they even trampled uh, some of them, the, you know, some of their own people to death trying to get away from the lager. Right. Um, but uh, I mean, and they were, there was uh, some sources say that there were no um, no injuries on the Boers' side. Some sources say that uh, there were two injuries, amongst which was uh, my my late mother's um, father in uh, uh, grandfather, uh, Andres Pretorius. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm I'm not so sure with that uh, there were any injuries by incurred by the um, Boers at all. What I do know is that uh, there were at least 3,000 uh, Zulus that had been killed, uh, and many of which were killed by uh, their own people stampeding to get away from the uh, law. Yeah, yeah. Amen, amen. Well, she continues, by about 9 a.m. on Tuesday morning, the government ordered the Internet to be shut down. And then we were in the dark about what was going on, and so was the world, okay? So, uh, because the Internet is run by Jews, Facebook is owned by Jews, <laughs> uh, you know, PayPal is owned by Jews, etc., 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 they can choose to shut down, shut down any portion of the net that they want to prevent the news from getting out. However, the, the rampage against white people is becoming so common everywhere that you know people are using their cell phones uh, they're, they're writing letters etc and using landline phones if people still use that okay 
So the, 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 there's no way you can prevent this information from getting out. And so I'd say it's pretty much over for the Jew world order in shutting down the flow of information. It just isn't going to happen, right? They can do their best to try it. But just to continue here, it shows you the fear that is created when you can't communicate with people. The silence of our phones and computers was very frightening. We had no way of knowing who was in trouble, who needed help, if it was safe to go out, if we'd be able to get back home if we did venture out, if our children at school were okay, if our friends in other parts of the country were okay. Now, it's only white people that are affected. There might be a few blacks, you know, who use the internet, etc., etc., but they're not in danger. It's the only the whites who are in danger, and the vast majority of blacks in Africa you know, are, are bush people who have no level of technology whatsoever, none whatsoever. So they're not affected by these shutdowns. Only white people are affected by these shutdowns. Again, it's just more proof that it's white people that are the target of all of this animosity and uh, technological screening and shutdowns. Back to you. Uh, Pastor, um, quite surprisingly, though, um, uh, in Zimbabwe, the, the blacks are very well trained in the use of cell phones and internet, etc. Okay. Um, I, I was also quite surprised to find that they, they were so in the know in terms of technology, which was quite strange. However, uh, something that you said is that um, the, the, uh, the, the uh, whites were, well, First of all, something else that I must Targeted. also just mention. Yeah. Okay. Um, this the school that my son went to in Cape Town. Uh, one of his uh, alma mater, uh, his old school um, um, uh, old school bore. Okay. Is that um, what you or tutu? Did was, you say? A pupil. Pupil. The, the oh, okay. Pupils, of the school that he... Right, uh, a graduate, an alma mater, right. an alumnus, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, was the guy that actually started PayPal. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> but, but you, you're perfectly right in saying that it's in the hands of the Jews, because remember that the Cape Dutch Afrikaners are in fact Jews. Right. Mm -hmm. Edomites, <laughs> so, yes. So you're perfectly right in that. Okay, uh, right. Uh, However, something else that I also wanted to say is that uh, I was very worried uh, about one of my Facebook friends, a lady who uh, is a very, very, um, she, she's a very, uh, uh, well, she's one of the, the best equipped uh, Israelite mm -hmm. females that I have come to know. Okay. And... Um, they live in a small town in Zimbabwe, and I don't want to mention the name, but sure. Uh, and and I was very worried about her safety, and uh, uh, she made contact with uh, some of the um, uh, our Facebook friends, and uh, she said that she was safe. We don't need to worry. Uh, she's received quite a number of, of uh, messages, and the fact that she received the messages was because she could get into a uh, onto a network which uh, mm -hmm. which I don't want to divulge on but uh, sure. this particular yeah. network had, had uh, entrance facilities to the internet which um, 
the other people did not have. Right, Which, of right. course, is, is great to know that uh, there are people who do have uh, access to the internet in spite of the fact that there is a total network shutdown. But um, the, yeah. the shutdown is uh, primarily in the on the lines of um, the social networks because they don't want the information to get out on social networks. Right, right. Well, uh, she says here, in my hometown today, there are riot police and armed soldiers on the streets outside the supermarkets that are open and at the road roadblocks out of town. The sight of armed soldiers in our towns is very unnerving. There are big gaps on supermarket shelves where goods have been not, not been restocked because delivery trucks have not been coming from Harare. We have been warning the rest of the white race here on Eurofolk Radio for quite some time to expect this this type of disruption of society. So be prepared. You know we're, we're warning preppers to get ready. This is so she says. Vegetables and perishable goods are in short supply. There is no bread, and we have not had water for a week. Okay, time time to start. Do not panic. Do not panic. Do not panic. Folks, what we've been saying is going to happen is happening right now. Eurofolk Radio is the only media outlet that has been predicting all of these things, and they are finally happening. And South Africa is the... How should I put it? Well, you like to use the litmus test of how whites are going to be treated around the world. Back to you. Yes, absolutely, Pastor. It's a precursor to what is uh, intended to happen across the globe. And it's already busy happening. In in fact, some of the places are, uh, the the whites find themselves under greater levels of siege, like in Germany and in France. You've mentioned France. And, uh, of of course, where, where... um, Freemasonry uh, and, and the Roman Catholic Church are totally in cahoots with what is happening and, uh, uh, and, and also in orchestrating the uh, upheaval in normal society. Yes, uh, it is becoming, absolutely. It, well, in, in South Africa, at least, there are still places... Well, what I've seen in this past week is uh, we've had reports of blacks that have been burrowing uh, trenches across main roads, so huh. you can't travel at night. Wow! Uh, and and also you you cannot travel. Oh, it's like Vietnam. Uh, <laughs> like Vietnam, you can't travel at night. And you can't Re- travel at speed at all, past because mm-hmm. um, what they do is they they dig under the road so that when you pass across with a with a motor car, the the road actually caves in. Right. Uh, and and this forces you to stop, and when you're forced to stop, of course. Your car right. being damaged, you cannot continue. That is when they loot the car and they kill the, the, the people inside. Well, I'll never forget, uh, as we were driving around South Africa, we, we had to drive through this one village, a dirt road, of course. And this dirt road was littered with huge stones, rocks, you know, uh, uh, boulders, okay? And we had no choice but to drive through. Some of the stones were cleared to the side of the road, but I remember as you were driving, you had to navigate around some of the stones that were still there. So evidently, the blacks had used these stones to attack somebody that had just come through not too long before. 
And so we were wondering, well, are they going to throw stones at us? So, you know, you had to travel at a very slow speed to get through this area. And we were very relieved that we finally did get through. You never know when these blacks are going to be triggered to, to, you know, attack white people. You never know. They, they often attack at random. Yes, it's at, at random, just depending on how they feel that day. You know, maybe we were lucky and we came through on a day when their uh, their um, allowance, their welfare allowance came in, <laughs> right? <laughs> and they were able to buy food and, you know, be happy, right? But then when the allowance ru- runs out toward the end of the month, then they're very grumpy and angry and uh, malicious, etc., etc. This is what life is like in South Africa, folks. It's coming to a neighborhood near you. Yes, and it's coming fast, Pastor. It's coming in fast. Fact, I, think, I think there is a desperation at the moment with the uh, Illuminati, Freemasons, and the uh, Edomites to not now to turn on the heat as fast as I, as they possibly can. And this is what is triggering the events in places like Zimbabwe and South Africa, because uh, 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 there are a number of things that have also been happening in South Africa, which uh, we can talk about next week. But mm-hmm. uh, okay. one of the things is that uh, two, two white men have been, that had been accused, I think about a year and a half ago, of... Uh, Bumping a black man off the back of the the uh, the bucket, the truck, the you, you know these um, uh, open-ended or the open-back vehicles with uh, a load capacity. We call them buckies in South Africa. I think you call them trucks. Right. Now, yeah, um, or pickups. These yeah. two whites <laughs> were were um, arrested for attempted murder and. Um, the, the the person who acted or was a uh, the sole or he claimed to be the sole um, witness to to this, uh, and he testified that the, the white had bumped the black the black youth off the back of the vehicle and uh, but what actually happened was he had fallen off because he didn't heed to the uh, uh, mm-hmm. to to tying himself down or to get off the side of the, the, the body. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, what, what ended up uh, just in the newspapers over this past two days is that the man who was claiming that these white men had uh, bumped the youth off the back of the bucket, he now has come forward with a admittance that he lied to the court mm-hmm. right. uh, because he was promised by the ANC if he lied he get if money. he gave false witness mm-hmm. that he would be that he would be granted a house right and <laughs> so it, it comes to show that the ANC themselves are also uh, some of the or they are also um participating in this anti-white yeah they're the instigators they're the instigators no doubt yeah yeah from the top down yeah yeah Yeah. jacob zuma and the rest of them on down you know the anc government as we have pointed out to people for you first-time listeners the anc is a communist organization it's actually yeah. controlled by the international of you know the commun- Judeo-communist elite. They are not uh, loyal to South Africa. 
you know, and uh, we've been reporting that even black tribes are getting sick and tired and fed up with the ANC and want to secede from, from South Africa, which is another one of these artificial states, a balkanized yeah. state created by the international Jew. That's what it is. Well, well it's, it's common knowledge that the uh, ANC were the founders of the ANC way back in 1912. Right, right, way back then. You know, and that Mandela received uh, communist training uh, while in the Soviet Union, right, by, by Jews. Yes. And then he was backed by Jews in South Africa when he came back, like Joe Slovo. Okay, she yeah. continues. During ongoing Internet blackouts, we are unable to use our bank cards at many outlets as they require Internet connections. We cannot pay for essential services, cannot pay wages, cannot contact our families, cannot keep up with national developments. You realize, all of you listeners who are living in the civilized world, that this can happen at a moment's notice? And if you are, if you are beholden that this is the, the beast that says you cannot buy or sell without the mark of the beast. Yeah. This is where we're at, folks. You better start preparing. Better start preparing. Back to you, Pastor. Yeah. Uh, Pastor, something I wanted to mention as well is um, this isn't happening by coincidence uh, or something that had been planned over the past year or last year or something like that. These things had been orchestrated and planned behind the scenes for the past at least two millennia, sorry, the past two centuries. Because even Jan Smuts, now remember that uh, Nelson Mandela uh, was a youngster before the Second World War. Jan Smuts met with Nelson Mandela in private uh, just before the onset of the Second World War. Now the question is, what did Jan Smuts discuss with him? Jan Smuts being a Freemason, an atheist, a, a staunch follower of Charles Darwin, of, uh, mm -hmm. and, and also, a, a, uh, of course, he was also... Uh, uh, given united as uh, a field marshal of the British Army, etc., and also one of the uh, co-signatories uh, uh, to the Balfour Declaration. Now, Jan Smuts, being a Cape Dutch Afrikaner, uh, being privy to information that uh, they, they, uh, very few people were at the time because he was uh, the uh, at the time, he was um, the Prime Minister of uh, what was a uh, British colony. Mm -hmm. So he had information, and also being a Freemason, he was connected across the globe. Right. And uh, um, uh, in, in that, one, one can only ask, what, what role did... or what role did the Freemasons foresee for Nelson Mandela for him to go and discuss mm -hmm. or have discussions with Nelson Mandela, 20 years old Nelson Mandela. Right, um, right. The other question that can be asked, at the time when Nelson Mandela was found guilty of not just high treason, but sabotage and also murder, Right. at the time, the question remains, how can it be that he was not sent to the gallows? Mm -hmm. You hear yeah. what I'm saying? Absolutely. Why was he not sent to the gallows? Because what prevented him from going to the gallows? Because 
uh, if one looks at um, the 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 uh, uh, the situation that was existing at the time, was he already at that stage being protected for his role to play yet to come? Of oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then the uh, white people of South Africa, like the liberals, believed the promises that there would be a, a cultural paradise of black, white, Chinese, and what have you, in South, if we would just have a black-run government. Okay, that was the promise, and the liberals believed it. You know, liberal. I don't know who's more stupid, liberals or Judeo-Christians, but uh, there's enough stupidity to go around. Back to you. What's the difference between a liberal and a um, Judeo-Christian? Very little. One group goes to church, the other group doesn't. <laughs> but they believe the same nonsense. They believe yeah. in multiculturalism. Yeah. They, they love homosexuality. You know, everything that's forbidden in the Bible, the, the, both groups practice. Today, yeah. at least. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, here, here's an interesting from the same article, uh, same site, rather. Latest update on Zimbabwe from Reuters. Zimbabwe's public workers have rejected a second offer to raise their salaries, and a third round of talks is scheduled for next week. So what the you know, there's a problem. These are primarily black workers, supposed civil service unions, etc. Uh, they say we insisted on U.S. dollar salaries, but the government totally rejected this, saying they do not manufacture dollars. Okay, well why? Because the uh, the Zimbabwe currency is inflating out of sight, and uh, you know if you get uh, if you get paid on Friday for work done on Monday, it's lost its value by ten times by Friday, right? So they want dollars which aren't being inflated. Over to you. Yes, uh, Pastor, um, I've um, visited Zimbabwe on a number of occasions, and that was even before the uh, uh, the massive uh, inflation. Uh, that, uh, uh, that that was orchestrated. It was an, uh, an inflation that was orchestrated to occur. Right. And even at that stage, as a South African, they they demanded only payment in in um, South yeah, African rands or dollars. Okay. At that now, time, yeah. Mm -hmm. At that time, now, um, what I do find strange was that, um, for example, if you were a, a Zimbabwean. You could enter the Victoria Falls, uh, um, the, the reservation or the nature, uh, nature park where the Victoria Falls is. You could enter that for 10 Zim dollars. Now, 10 Zim dollars at the time was about 2 Rand, South African Rand. Okay. However, if you're South African, you needed to pay 100 Rand to enter per person. Right. If you were, if you were a U.S. citizen, you had to pay... 10 American dollars, which came to about 140 or 150 rand at the time. Okay. Which, uh, yeah. which made it very expensive. Uh, I was I was running my own touring business uh, at some stage and uh, yeah. quite a number of years ago. Right. And it was quite horrendous to arrive at uh, with a, a busload of of um, foreign visitors, mm -hmm. and you find yourself having to pay. Uh, Sorry, it wasn't uh, uh, 10 American dollars, it was uh, 100 American dollars. Oh, wow. It was either 
hundred Zim dollars, a hundred rand, or a hundred American dollars, which made it a thousand one thousand four hundred rand at the time. Right. To enter the, so, so they were actually killing uh, uh, tourism like you cannot believe. Right. I mean, it was a matter of they wanted to massively exploit the uh, right the tourist industry, and. Well, of course, the moment you have that sort of situation, you find that people are uh, illegally dealing with Zim dollars. I mean, what I did was, I, uh, having entered into Zimbabwe very often, I told them that I was a Zimbabwean citizen, and ah. that I, uh, mm-hmm. um, in fact, I was with a friend of mine who, who was a Zimbabwean citizen, and he said to them, um, he brought his neighbor along. Now, they didn't know at the time. So I entered for 100 Zim dollars, which was about 25 yeah. or something like that. Right, right. Money talks. But, uh, <laughs> and corrupt uh, officials look the other way. Yeah. It, but also, this wasn't done. Uh, this wasn't uh, officials. It wasn't people with uniforms that were manning the station. They actually just appoint somebody off the road to. And, and these people. Um, they, very often they, they will tell you, look, uh, I will let you in if you're willing to pay me instead of paying right. $100. If you pay me $20, yeah. you can go in. You know so, what? Zimbabwe needs to build a wall. <laughs> right? Well, well, South Africa needs to build, build a wall because the Zimbabweans are running across a crocodile or they they wading through crocodile-infested rivers to get to South Africa away from the Zimbabwe. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, the god of denial, <laughs> crocodile, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Now, the, the the irony of all this is all of these non-whites want to enter white countries where the evil white man lives. And they don't want to live in their own countries. So we can't be all that evil if they want to come to our countries and live among us. You know, and then once they get here, then they want to kill us. Because they're 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 so uh, you know uh, jealous of our prosperity. Yeah, right. They, they they come in as guests. They invited in as guests, and when they on your veranda, they take over. They demand. Right, and uh, they make demands. Right. So this is what's going on. The uh, Zimbabweans, because their economy is utterly wrecked. And uh, so, so far, South Africa's is still operating to a certain extent. But with the confiscation of farmers, oh, I see we're at the 28-minute mark here. Uh, with the confiscation of farms of white farmers, what think, what's going to happen to the South African economy? Can we not expect the same thing? Definitely, Pastor. First of all, uh, there are numerous farmers, white farmers, that st- state unevocably that uh, if the government comes to to, to um, confiscate uh, claim their, their, their farms or they if, mm-hmm. if the government comes or sends somebody to come and claim their farms what they do is they're going to fight back all right okay Some, somebody is going to die either the farmer yeah. is going to die yeah or he's going to take others with yeah because they're so going to die anyway if they allow this to happen exactly. they might as well die fighting yeah. right but, there you go but the other thing is the other thing is, Pastor, is that uh, farmers have written to the banks and said, well, uh, do you want your farm back? And the banks say no, even if they do take the farms back, yeah, the farmers they get, still held liable. They get, uh, right, 
They get nothing for it, and the bank it sees that the banks are participants in all this terrorism. All right. Okay, folks, thanks for listening. This has been the, the uh, report from South Africa, and uh, the white race is ex uh, slated for extermination the world over. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned to Eurofolk Radio. Tell everybody you know about us. Take care. Praise Yahweh. Praise Yahweh. Thank you, Pastor Martins. <laughs>